Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast if your day sounds like we need the report asap you deserve Medella. if you've persevered through You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. This segment right now is sponsored by Comcast Business. Complete connectivity. Coming up at 12.15 in just about 15 minutes, the Nick Sirianni interview this morning with uh, Angelo. You'll hear it in its entirety coming up again in about 15 minutes. Plus, Ross Tucker joins us at 12.45. A lot of conversation today uh, centered around the awful situation with the uh, Bills-Bengals game last night and DeMar Hamlin and obviously some Eagles talk as well. And we welcome into the show. She is every Tuesday with us for two hours. Uh, Rhea Hughes, how you doing, Rhea? Good afternoon, guys. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you both. So right from all the pleasantries Mm -hmm. to the brutalness of the situation, um, it's been a hard day to joke around, as I'm sure you can imagine. I know you guys had it this morning as well. Um, What's your reaction, Rhea? I mean, the the DeMar Hamlin thing, what's your reaction? So I I have... Decided to go to sleep early last night because I'd been off on vacation for a week. And you guys will know the hours soon that you have. So I went to bed probably right at 8. But I have a bad habit of waking up in the middle of the night and grabbing my phone. So I want to say it was around 145, 150. I grabbed my phone to to look at it. And I couldn't go back to sleep. You know, once you see that, uh, it's, you know, because at that point, it, you know, there was no news on him. Just that, you know, he was sedated and and in critical condition, and and it made me think back to the Eagles game on Sunday because I was in the stadium when Josh Sweat got injured. Mm-hmm. I, John, I have never been in that stadium since it's been built. 
and heard 70,000 people be quiet. Wow. I mean, it was just because you didn't see his legs move. You know, a lot of times when the guys go down, you see legs, you know, yeah. I mean, all of us are staring at that. And no one could see it. And uh, so it just, you know, kind of brought me back. Like, But that had to be 500 times worse if you're in the stands, if you're sidelines, your players. You got kids at the game. I mean, I just can't even imagine what that was like. Well, clearly, and one of the things visually watching it on ESPN, and John, I'm sure this struck you, that made it such a heightened thing for us as audience members of ESPN at that point was seeing the reaction of the players mm-hmm. who were right up on the situation. Yeah. Their reaction is what triggered. They've seen a lot. Yeah. I mean, they up close. Right. You know, you've seen guys get hurt, and you've seen pretty much every variety of everything and this was a different thing and it was a lot more urgent it was a lot scarier and and it was that just and the way the way the 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 paramedics were were moving uh with such urgency and and the way man it was just different it was well i'll say this uh, two, two guys literally. that yeah two guys that um Probably feel very lucky today, considering their injuries on Sunday. One, sweat, as you said, yep. Rhea. The other's got to be Foles. I mean, if you're Nick Foles and you're lying on that ground. No, no, I, James, do we have an update on Foles yet? I mean, there's still, it doesn't seem to be. He's not playing this week. It doesn't seem like it's that serious. Bruised ribs was what I saw. Well, that's good. Has the I other mean, guy stopped celebrating? That, boy, that, that was bad. <laughs> that was not. That, that was, was bad. That was pretty weak. Well, a very sad situation, and obviously we hope for the best for DeMar Hamlin. I mean, the scheduling-wise, Ree, we covered this earlier, but curious, what do you think the league does? It's – I have no idea, and I thought about that. And, you know, I, you know, I'm not a Skip Bayless fan at all, but I think we all immediately thought that. Like, when are they going to reschedule us? None of us took to Twitter and expressed that Yeah, that was, he was a bozo. For, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, total was, bozo. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday? But I, I, I will tell you this – I remember when the Eagles, and this for completely different, it was a snowstorm, when the Eagles game got rescheduled to a Tuesday when sure. Dick was here. Yeah, the Joe Webb game. The Joe Webb yeah. game. We will, None of us will forget Joe Webb's name. <laughs> no. I remember walking into that stadium because I wound up going in with friends. I wasn't, do, I, we changed away on the pregame because I'd been doing the pregame at that point. And I walked in with friends and it was not the vibe that you had for a game. So that changes things. Yeah. It changes things for your home field, which obviously you've got, the Bengals fans who, you know, have a great yeah. team. Uh, and by the way, how classy, Joe Burrow and great. and Josh Allen. Like, I got choked up watching that this yeah. morning, uh, the two of them. I don't think you can wait till, when, till Thursday. Well, I mean, you can't play it. Look, I don't think they're going to play tomorrow night. So, I think Thursday is the first option. Wow. I, I, I'll say again what I said to John earlier. I, I think something to strongly consider is pushing the NFL playoffs back an entire week, eliminating the bye week before the Super Bowl. Playing all the games this Sunday is scheduled, and then playing the Bills and the and the Bengals game uh, two Sundays from now, and, I, I, the, and, the, wild, limit, yeah. and the wild card round is pushed back a week. They did eliminate the bye once before. Well, they, you know, they used to, first of all yeah. they used to not have a bye. Yes. So I mean you can not have a bye. Yeah. It's not impossible. No. And September 11th, you know, was was. I was, think that's when. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, all right. Let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up shortly, the uh, Sirianni interview. With Angela from this morning, let's talk to Ted right now. Hi, Ted. Yo, Ted. What's hey, going? Yeah, this is Ted. What's up, Ted buddy? Northeast. Hi, Ted. Hey, I uh, own a horse farm, and like in 1995, I got kicked square in the chest. Mm. And when I woke up, I was my mouth was full of manure, 
I had bitten a big chunk out of the back of my tongue, and my limbs were all twitching. And But I got up, and I worked that day, and I was doing a roof job on the barn, but my nerves were shot. And a friend of mine uh, is the uh, emergency room doctor at Christiana Hospital, and he heard about it. He said, you got to come in. Were you, by your, said, were you by yourself? I was by myself, and he said I had a 20% chance of uh, surviving that kick. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 You yeah, had to have been up. by yourself. Anybody else would have drugged you to the emergency room with, yeah. with yeah. all that now, going on. I, now, I worked that day, but that, that evening I uh, I went in and got got checked out by the doc. So I'm all okay, but it was uh, – I'm thinking about that accident last night, and it just got me shook up even today. So I'm yep. sure. Well, listen, you're and Ted, appreciate the call. I'm glad, obviously, your situation worked out okay. I mean, John, multiple people have called in now mm-hmm. with their own stories of, you know, force of the chest and mm-hmm. – and the impact it can have. Let's talk to Kevin in Germantown. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Kev? Glad to speak to you. Uh, I'm sorry about the, the Hamilton situation. I hope he gets well. Uh, I think the humanity piece of it is we all need to just take a look at our health, especially as men. Sometimes we take our health for granted. Here's a young man who was really healthy. Uh, I know he plays a hard sport. But I think that we all need to just really take a look at our health. Uh, as far as the Eagles, uh, we, I think they were in a situation. The Eagles, may, we may find that they did some really good things because we were going to have to sit our starters two games out of these last three games anyway, even if they had beat Dallas. Well, they didn't have to, but they would. They, yeah, they didn't have to, but they would have had the option to choose to if they had clinched the one seed, you know, versus Dallas. Well, to, to, to be on the safe side and, and try to stay as healthy as you can. Yeah, I believe they would have. have to sit, sit, sit your starters. So right. I think it might have worked out for the better for them. Uh, now they have the urgency, and they're going to have to play this weekend with some urgency, and I hope they get back on track because we need to get back on track in order to go into the playoffs with a good, with a good attitude. Well, that's the idea, Kevin. I mean, John, that's what we're hoping for, that they can they can dial back in and get some of these guys back. <laughs> Look, and, some of and, them are not... a different team. We're in such a different spot, and and yeah. and we have a different lineup on on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know that it's that easy to just you know get back on track. Well, that's it. It, it you get derailed, and then you know the great teams they seem to figure it out this time of year. Think about you know Kansas City. It's like every once in a while they kind of they blow one, and they lose to a team they shouldn't lose to, you know, like the Colts but it's or rare. something. Yeah. Uh, and then they figure it out. Like Andy Reid and company, like they've been here before so many times. They understand this time of year is when you need to be uh, functioning on all cylinders, and they can do it. They're a like, machine. We are young. I know. We are new. We have all these, you know, loose parts that some are falling off and, and some are we're trying to reattach them. Like, it doesn't feel like we're a machine that's, I don't know, functional. Rhea, where's point. your level of concern compared to three weeks ago? It, well, it's amazing. It's 13 and three, and a lot of us feel like it's panic mode. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm right there with you. Just because the thing, and, and I and actually dates back to the Bears game. Like, I didn't think they played particularly well in that game. The, the Dallas game, you know, I, I, I think that Dallas game said more about Dallas to me than it did against the Eagles. But the Eagles got lulled by that game, thinking Gardner Minshew 
was mm-hmm. the second coming of Joe Montana with the game plan they threw out there. So I have I have a lot of concerns. Yes, the defensive line is fantastic. The back end of that defense is leaking oil bad. Yeah. So I have I have a lot of concerns. Yeah, you know, and, then, and I wonder too. We we there's no arguing the production, the sack production from this D line group. But when I watched the film of that Saints game. There are several sacks that would not have happened against a good quarterback. Like Andy Dalton. Good or mobile? I'm just curious because it can be the same. I mean, I'm just saying, like, don't run away. Don't run away. Uh, step up right. in the pocket. Yeah, I got like, you. Yeah. like, I mean, a quarterback that just does the right well, thing. Well, he was doing the drift thing versus Dallas. It was – it was it, – Andy Dalton was – Good at times, the opening drive in particular. But then, man, the way that he dealt with the pressure. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're saying the Eagles' defensive Mm -hmm. sacks. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying the sacks. No, I got you. I got you. We were we were good. I I think the the fact that we're now like compared comparable to the the 84 85 Bears team defensively with the sacks. That's that's crazy. Because they have this, 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 I don't know, spot in my yeah. my brain that's just like hallowed and and well, the Eagles aren't the Eagles aren't that deep. I don't think we no. are anywhere close to no. that. No. And and I don't know. Like I know we're good. I don't think we are as good as we, the Eagles fans, are making us out to be against a quarterback that actually does the right thing. Well, obviously, look, there are some concerns in Sirianni with Angelo this morning. Let me say this. This segment right now is sponsored by Comcast Business. Complete connectivity. Help your business thrive and stay connected with Comcast Business. Complete connectivity solution. One solution for whatever business takes you, for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities, restrictions apply. Well, Angelo with uh, Sirianni, as he is typically on Mondays, but this week it was a Tuesday, talking about the last game. Also, of course, obviously, talking about the Hamlin situation. Here's Sirianni with Angelo today. Hi, Nick. Hey, Angelo. How you doing? Hey, Nick. Uh, last night, I'm not sure you were watching Monday Night Football, but I'm pretty sure by now you've heard what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, what's your reaction? What are, what are your thoughts this morning? Yeah, just, uh, man, it's, yeah, you, uh, it puts everything in perspective that, you know, you come, you come uh, back to work and you have a loss that you're really upset about and you're and you're and you're thinking about that and then something like that happens at night and just puts puts everything in perspective of how you know you know it's just this, these players put their bodies on the line and um you know i know we got some guys that that know him um and and you know first thought is obviously for the kid uh, he's okay um and then you want to check on your guys that that know him um and then you start to think a lot of things go through your mind right and you think about uh, Josh Sweat and how fortunate he is that he was able to get up and, um, you know, and, and be okay. Um, so it, it's just, it's tough to watch. I think my, my exact words to not, you know, is that I was just kind of in shock um, because you don't, you don't see that very often. And uh, you don't see that happen in this game very often. And uh, it's, just, it's a violent sport as we know. Um, but, you know, just, you know, just, uh, you know, I thought about everything as how, how you would lead the team in that matter. And, and everything. So I mean, just so many things go through your mind there. And uh, at the end of the day, I just hope and pray that that Demar's okay, and uh, that the people that are close to him are okay, and uh, and that that he'll he'll fight through this and and, and get up from this, and that uh, you know that that like I said, everybody that that knows him and loves him um, uh, can be comforted at this time. And, and Nick, it was especially haunting for Eagles fans because they had seen what happened to Josh on Sunday, and I'm just wondering. 
you know, I, I've had players have already called in today who have said that when you see that, it's difficult to resume playing. Is there a chance that Josh being injured the way he was had an effect on the way your team played Sunday? You know, um, obviously anything like that's going to affect you. Um, what one, you know, when, when Josh, you know, we won't ever use that as an excuse though, but when Josh was, um, was on the field, you know, you know, Josh was, he was itching to get up, you know, he, he, you know, he was, you know, but they have to, our doctors and our, our medical team have to go through the right precautions. Um, you know, one, one thing that was cool to see on the field is that, you know, Josh was, was laying flat down on his face and Fletch was kind of talk. Fletch was talking to him like, you okay, Josh. And Josh was, and him were laughing back and forth. And, and so I, I think for myself and for some of those guys that were out there, we're able to see, you know, Josh moving a little bit and, and Josh joking around and talking to Fletch that, that was comforting to, to us. And, and uh, we were obviously able to relay that to the rest of our team. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that that affected us in a sense that of how we played. And, you know, we, we did that on our own. Well, that's, I guess, the next thing, Nick. We're all trying to understand the team's worst performance of the season in a game that meant so much, not just in the standings, but draft positioning and all that. How do you, I mean, you got a couple of days now since it happened. How do you explain it? Yeah, I would say it's our, our worst offensive uh, performance. I thought special teams uh, did a lot of good things. I thought the defense played what, a very good game, um, and I think it was our worst offensive performance. And, and and so, but this is a team game, and so you know, it's you know, when it, when one unit is down, we we all are down. And so, you know, we didn't coach good enough on offense. Uh, we didn't put the guys in position to make enough plays, and and we didn't and we didn't execute. It's always going to come down to that. And, uh, you know, it's always – but you always got to look at yourself in the mirror first. Obviously, there's going to be calls that we want back. There's going to be little certain situations. Man, I should have put Devontae on the outside edge of the numbers instead of the inside edge of the numbers. I mean, it's a good, it's a good process to be able to drag – your. you don't want to have to drag yourself through the mud, but drag yourself through the mud, uh, get dirty with it, get, you know, beat yourself up about it because that's how you get better from it, but then move on. Um, move on and have that dog mentality from it. But there was, there was just a lot of things that, that went wrong, right, with that. And, again, I felt like it started with, with us as coaches, not putting them in the right spots. Um, and then we had some uncharacteristic things that we, that we did in that game. Well, I want to challenge the, the uh, good performance you said the def- defense had in a second. Of course, Nick. Of course you do. But, but, <laughs> but Nick, I want to start with uh, uh, what happened on offense, 4-3 and outs to start a game. The, you guys had been – the script against the Giants in that beautiful first drive when you faced them before. Mm-hmm. Nick, how does it go from that to four three and outs in a row? Is yeah, it because Jalen's not there? What do you think it is? No, I, I, you know, obviously, anytime you're missing one of your best players, that that you know, and with him and Lane, I mean, that of course, I mean, they're their best players at their position in the NFL for a reason, and um, that that's always that's always uh, that has some effect, but that doesn't that doesn't mean we went, you know, that it's. That's what, which you know, that you have four, three and outs. Like that was um, really bad uh, on our part. Like we, you know, you're behind the sticks, and and that's one of the worst things you can do. I think on on three of those, like one of them, we had them at, at third and two. Actually, I'm sorry, we had a third and two and a third and three, and we didn't convert on those, and and we have been converting on those. So, but then the other two were third and forever, right? And so when you don't win on first and second down. Um, you know, you know that it's really hard to convert on third and uh, third and forever. And so we were really bad on third down of, of keeping drives alive. Um, two of them because you know, two of them we lost because 
you know, we were so bad on first and second down and two of them we lost, you know, with, with, uh, you know, I, I didn't love the design of the play on the third and two for, you know, that I, like I was the one I was talking, put Devonte on the outside edge as opposed to the inside edge. Um, you know, but on the other one, they just covered it well, but, um, yeah, so I mean that—that's where you know that not not converting on third down, whether because you couldn't or because you know because it was too long or just because of some execution or coaching things. Hey Nick, uh, all that having been said, you got a shot here in the fourth quarter, and you got a fourth and one at round midfield, and uh, the quarterback sneak. I know now you've gotten a chance to really look at it. Any second thoughts on making that call in that spot? You know, obviously, anytime it doesn't work the way you want it to work, you're always gonna dig, you got to drag yourself through the mud. I can't say that enough. Like you gotta, you gotta just be, beat yourself up and think about everything you could have done better um, to um, to help your team win. And we all got to do that. And that's that's the signs of, of of a good team when you when you are all when you all are doing that. Um, you know, I had conviction in the call, and 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 again, it wasn't it wasn't blind faith. Like we've been really good at that call and we're, and we're good at that call because of Jason Kelsey, because of Landon Dickerson, because of, of Isaac. Um, and it just didn't work on this particular one. Had I, had I need to do that, that call again in that same scenario, um, I would do it. I'd do it again. I, I'm not convicted in the call. It didn't work out. Uh, but those are things I gotta, I gotta live with as the head coach. And I understand, I understand there that, uh, when it works, it works. And when it doesn't, it's, that's going to be on me. And that's, that's part of my job. And, uh, um, but I, I believe in the guys and I believe, uh, I believed in the call. Hey Nick, in most games, Miles Sanders averages over five yards a carry. He had 12 carries. He averaged 5.1, only got 22 snaps, the lowest number this season. Can you explain what was going on with Miles? Yeah, with Miles, you know, we we uh, you know, he was he was he was in the brace. Um that now he was healthy enough to go, but we were the plan was to to his workload not to be quite as much, you know, just because of his situation that he was in. Um and so there was a little bit more of shared uh responsibilities in that game, partly because of that and partly because we had two long we had two two-minute drives, a couple two-minute drives and then two-minute drives Kenny Gainwell's our back in that particular case. Um, as far as you know, some of the carries early on. Obviously, when you get when you get behind the sticks, it's tough. Like right? we we passed the first play of the game, right? And uh, I'll keep the reasons why we passed the first play of the game here. But we're always going to have a reason of why we do things um, based off of what the defense is doing. Um, we put ourselves in second and long, and in second and long, you want to try to get yourself to a manageable third down. And and sometimes it's a run play, and sometimes it's not. And that was in that particular case, it was not. Um, and, and that's kind of how the, a couple of those drives went in the first half. Uh, you know, the second drive, we came out, handed him the ball uh, two times, and then the third time with an option to hand him the ball. Um, and, you know, you know, so it was just a little bit how the game was played, um, a little bit uh, just uh, with, his, you know, with him uh, not being uh, – he was full strength, but he just we just needed to be – we just needed to be careful on some things with him um, just with, with how he was feeling. That makes sense. On defense, Nick, I realize they held the team to 13 points. That's always a, a more than acceptable number. But 37 minutes time of possession, 20 for 24 by the passes, again, often into a soft zone. Um, are those numbers okay for you? Do they concern you that other teams seem to be better now at controlling the ball against your defense? Yeah, sure. That, that's a good question, Angelo. I think the, the best way to explain the time of possession is our lack of uh, possessing the football on offense. Now, 
that first drive, there's a lot that goes into that first drive. They they gave us their best punch there on offense. They really did. And then our defense buttoned up the rest of the game. And now to have a nine-minute drive, that's that's a long drive to start the game off. And that contributes to that, that uh, off-whack um, uh, time of possession. But we're but it's the three and outs that really, really contribute to that. Um, and a tribute to them too. They went for it on fourth and I don't know, was it five around, around midfield, somewhere around midfield there. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they got it. So, you know, again, you know, you'd want to get off the field on, on third down, um, you know, in that game early in that game, but they did a good job of keeping it. Unlike what we did, they did a good job of keeping it at third and manageable or going for it on fourth down. Um, and like, like I said, after that, I just thought the defense played outstanding, uh, getting after the quarterback. As far as your question on the, um, you know, the completions, uh, you know, when a guy's holding the football and getting sacked seven times, like, of course, we have great rushers. And there's sometimes that those rushers go through the line of scrimmage, like, did anyone even block those guys there? But then there's sometimes it's a team game, and there's sometimes where there's nowhere for the ball to get out. So, in my opinion, I, I count sacks like that where I see it, you know, I see those as, as incompletions too. In fact, they're a little worse than incompletions in the sense that they lost yards and it didn't just go back to the original spot. And so, um, you know, I, I, I didn't think they, I just thought our defense, I thought our defense played an outstanding game, um, you know, with the exception of that first drive, but they get paid too. And, uh, you know, they, they did a good job on that first drive. I always got to give them credit as well. Uh, but, um, I think the defense. I def- think the defense played a good game. All right, Nick. Two other quick ones. One is uh, now that this Giants game is so important, will that have any bearing on whether or not you play Jalen Hurts on Sunday? You know, it, it, and it goes just goes back to, to Jalen being healthy enough to play. Right? It's not every game's big. I mean, shoot, the last two games were were big too. Um, and but Jalen wasn't quite there yet to be ready to play. If Jalen's ready to play health wise. Um, then we'll play him, and you know, and I, and I think yesterday, especially seeing yesterday and Demar and everything like that, like we we got to think of our player safety first and foremost every single time, and, and regardless of the circumstances of, you know, this is a must win or you know this this has to happen here, like that is that will that will always always be my first uh, requirement is if the player is healthy enough to play. And we don't put him at risk to, to put his body in danger um, just because we want to, because we perceive it as a must win. Uh, these guys will play through anything if we allowed them to. Um, and I know Jalen, you know, I know Sweat's already, I talked to Sweat yesterday, he wants to play in this game. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, this guy, these guys are awesome. I, I love these guys. And, but, you know, it, I, we're not, I'm not the expert. They're not the expert. We have to listen to the experts and we have to always do what's best for our guys um, as far as their health. And that will never, ever change here uh, any team I ever coach. That's very cool about Sweat. Uh, I'm just curious. <laughs> the last thing, I think this is a fan question here, Nick. How worried are you that you're not playing the best football as the games now become so essential? Yeah, you know, obviously these last two games have been, um, you know, have been uh, – you want you want the parts of those games back, obviously, right? Uh and, and on different sides, right? I think the special teams have been playing good for the last month and a half or so. So they're they're on the rise. I think you know the defense, um, you know, 
have have some game. You, you have some dips, and you always want to have that. I mean, I know you can't see me because we're on radio, but I'm 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 doing that steady rise with my hand. You always want to have that steady rise, but also understanding that there's going to be dips as long as you get back on that rise. And and all we can do is we really believe in our process of the way we go about our business. It's not just it's not just talk. Like we are going to go back to work. We're going to drag ourselves through the freaking mud and get in and say to ourselves, this is what we messed up. We are going to, we're going to, we're going to do our best to fix that. We're going to practice hard. We're going to walk through hard. We're going to meet hard. Um, and, and we're going to get back on that trajectory of, of going, of going upwards as a team. Right. Again, like there's, like, like you said, like there's been, there's been dips on sides of the ball. Again, I think the special teams has been an unsteady rise. Um, I think the defense has been on a rise. They have a little dip and then they go back up. I think the offense has been on a rise have a little dip and now we're going to, and we're going to keep going back up. And the way you keep going back up is about your process. And, it, and, and I know to the outside world, right. Is it's always about results. It's always about results. But if your process is right, right. The results will take care of itself. They didn't these last two weeks, but we know that we, we will continue to get better as long as we're going about our work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, you know, Saturday until we play on Sunday. Nick, please win on Sunday. We really want you to win. Please. <laughs> All right, Angela. We'll, we'll do our best. You know that. We'll go out there, and we'll, uh, I can't wait to see our fans out there supporting us. And, um, you know, we're, we'll, we'll go out there and fight. I know that. All right, Nick Sirianni today with Angelo and uh, really uh, putting forth a positive note at, there at the end about process over results and obviously hoping for better results moving forward. All right, coming up, Ross Tucker joins us. More calls as well. You want to react to Sirianni, please do. Also, obviously, as we've been talking about through most of the day, most of the show, the DeMar Hamlin situation, your reaction to that, and the birds on 94 WIP. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Reggie. It is 94 WIP. Ross Tucker joins us coming up in about 10 minutes. Ray Hughes with us as well on this, well, different Tuesday, to say the least. The, um, the latest with the DeMar Hamlin situation is basically that there's not much of a latest. He's in the hospital, not uh, no new information regarding the medical. Um, you know, we know, obviously, as of last night, he was in critical condition. The only thing of note really to pass along as of now is that the Hamlin family released a statement about 45 minutes ago thanking, you know, many people for the for the prayers, the outpouring of support, the love. Thank them, you know, thank the Bills, thank the, the, the Bengals um, and, and all stuff of that nature. So a, a nice statement from the family of Damar Hamlin, but of course we await, and, and maybe John will be waiting days, maybe we'll be waiting weeks for some clarity on, on his future. Right. What we do know is pro football is faced, look, here's my deal on football, and then we'll get right back to the phones. I don't think this will change football in that I don't think it's going to create rule changes. What I do think it will do is change how we as fans view football. At least in the short term, maybe not three years from now, but I find it impossible to like. This is just my guess that when we watch the Eagles game on Sunday, and there are collisions, guys run into each other, mm-hmm. that we won't think of Demar Hamlin and think about uh, how precarious things can get and how quickly they can get bad. <laughs> yeah, that that to me is what changes the way we view it. It's the way we view it. I, I just, I also can't imagine that the players themselves don't have this, you know, sinking feeling every time they take the field for practice or games or anything. I, I, boy, I don't know how you manage that. 
It's crazy. It is. Let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Very unique situation. Let's talk to Dave in Limerick right now. Hi, Dave. Yo, Dave. Dave, not ready to roll. We go to Jeff in Phoenixville. Jeff, you're on WIP. Good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Are you all good right. morning. Morning. Actually, good afternoon. Afternoon. Sorry about afternoon. that. Afternoon. <laughs> exactly. Um, before I get to the, a quick eagle thing, the, the, the range of emotion last night it was just absolutely crazy. You know, you got Mitchell scoring 71, so you got excitement. Um, I got to say real quick, Chris Sims is the biggest doofus in the world. He's a joke. He, it's an embarrassment. His whole thing is an embarrassment. Throwing tantrums now. Total embarrassment. Oh, yeah, he's, he's going bleep ESPN on his podcast. I mean, the guy has no credibility whatsoever, so that's got anger. And then the, then the Hamlin situation, which was shock. And then um, to all the car people that listen, you know, the people that are interested in cars, Ken Block passed away. He's a pretty famous uh, uh, driver and uh, created the D.C. shoe empire. And that was really unexpected because he died in a snowmobile accident. So last night was just – I'm reading my phone at like 930. Yeah. I'm just like – there's so much going on. Well, and then but, there's um, the act, the actor with the the uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner yeah. yeah, that Jeremy whole Renner, thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. Oh, Awful. He, they say he's in really bad shape, you know. So he's not going to be doing anything anytime soon. So, uh, in regards to what you guys are talking about with the, uh, uh, you know, the, the the scheduling, if they push it back, um, how would they actually even do it? Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know if you talked about it earlier. I didn't really catch it, mm-hmm. but like. Is it even feasible to push things back and make other other teams have uh, to wait longer for that? Or well, yeah. I mean, so I, here, I, here's the th- Jeff. The theory I laid out earlier, just speculated on a possibility, is if they feel the Bills can't take the field in the next three days. To, I don't think they can because they they left the red, didn't they? they well, yeah. I mean, they'd have to they'd have to fly back. So if, if they don't fly back to Cincy and, for instance, play on Thursday or maybe Friday, and if they play on Friday, then maybe their next game is Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Oh, I, okay. I, I just see a scenario where it might play out, where the NFL takes away the 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 bye before the Super Bowl, pushes the entire playoff structure back one week, the wild card round, the division around the conference round, conference round is seven days before the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. uh, two weeks from now the Bills and the Bengals play a standalone game on a Saturday or a Sunday. It's wow. the it's the only game in America, and. And that's how they get back on schedule. Because, because think, Jeff, think of it this way: if, if, like, first off, we don't even know if the Bills game is going to get get played ever against the Bengals. Like, we don't know if it'll ever get played. Let's just say they try to jam it in there on Friday. Which, by the way, let's be real, and I'm not trying to be morbid, but this is what the league has to consider: would probably be predicated on on you know, unfortunately or or, or fortunately on Hamlin not dying. Right, but if he dies, then you're going to have a funeral. So if oh, he if true, he doesn't yeah. die and they agree to play and they play a game on Friday, so then the next week's game is what's on a Wednesday, and then you yeah. got a playoff game on a Saturday and Sunday. It doesn't make any sense. Totally unprecedented, and it's totally unsafe. It's unsafe for the. It's totally unsafe. Players. There's there's no way they can play. Oh, you can't go with Friday. Three days, but yeah, no. There's just no, no way. That'd be like three games in ten days or something. There's no way. Now, one last thing before you guys let me go. What, what, the, the, the report they're saying that the NFL wanted them to, to continue playing last night was that true that they they wanted to take like five minute warm up to get back out there and the, and the, the they're denying no? it. Yeah, Troy Vincent said it wasn't true. Joe Buck said it on the broadcast. So 
It could have okay. been bad information for Joe Buck. It could be the NFL circling the wagon today right. and saying, oh, we looked really bad for that. We shouldn't have done that. I mean, Jeff, we obviously at a certain point, the league wanted to play, and Jeff, appreciate the call. There was a point where the league wanted to play, and then there was a point where the league realized, hold on a second here. We got to think about this. And then there was a point where they said, okay, we're not playing. When they cross those very, you know, the, the threshold one, the threshold two, I mean, it's it's impossible to know for sure. John, I'm assuming the they talk to representatives like you've got, I guess, you know, um, the PA, you know, the 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 union leaders on the team. If they are telling the people we are not going back out there, then then isn't that a decision where the NFL has to go? Yeah, we're not going to play this. I got the impression that the the coaches did a great job last night. I thought they were and, fantastic. And that, <laughs> that it came from them, but I, you know, your guess is as good yeah. as mine. I I think the coaches are the leaders of those teams, and they got together, they talked yeah. to their guys, and basically got the message across that this was not doable. I think that I think people criticizing the league for initially thinking in terms of proceeding with the game are being unfair to the league. I know it's easy to bag on legs, and sometimes they feel like these billion, multi-billion dollar structures with bad leadership, and in many instances they are. But, I mean, that was an extremely fluid situation last night. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you tell me that you knew for sure right. nine minutes after he got injured that the game should be canceled, I, you know, I, exactly. I, come on. Keep Imagine it, keep the it chaos real. that was going on at that yeah. moment. That's, I mean, and that's what it was. It I mean, was Rhea, they're thinking of fans in the stands. They're thinking yeah. of their players. They're thinking of, first and foremost, him getting proper medical care. Here's to let you know. And now you're I, saying to try to reschedule the whole NFL structure, and they're going to do it all in 17 minutes, and they're going to have a solution? I don't buy that. There were people complaining that it took them 75 minutes, I think, before they told the fans. But a guy came out who said who kind of he's in, um, you know, does the whole stuff at the stadiums. He said, we didn't want the fans to know it was – because we wanted a clear once the ambulance was gone, they wanted a clear shot to the to the wow. hospital. And wow. I was like, these are things that I never yeah. even imagined. They said if we had told them you have seventy thousand people on the roads and we can't get through. That's really logical. Yeah. Actually, I, I mean it makes a ton of sense. That's fascinating. That. Blew my mind. I went, those are things that so sure. again. Chaos was happening in that nine minutes. Yeah, no, that is. And who said that, Rick? It was. Um, uh, I gotta look it up, but it's uh, Bill Bradley. But he just said wow. he's worked on stadium operations, and that's actually in there. That if there's any kind of situation like that, that you know they're not gonna tell the people because wow. they gotta get somebody to a hospital. See, that's next level. Blue, yeah, that's that's next level planning. That's really that's fascinating. Let's go to Dave and Limerick. Hi, Dave. Hey guys, uh, prayers go out to Demar. That was definitely difficult to watch last night. Um, I think, I think, in looking at a solution, I think it's as simple as a coin flip between um, the Bill, Bills, Bills and, and Chiefs. Cincinnati. Oh, I the Bills and the, keep, oh that game. Uh, yeah, I think you have to keep the schedule moving along. I, I just see it's just too much going on. I mean, thank goodness, like this doesn't happen more frequently. I, what I'm happy about is that it wasn't like a spear or a you know a, a bad penalty foul that caused him to like get hit. Um, you know, it's it's you know the NFL players. It's 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 a difficult sport. It's you know, almost scarier though, more. Dave, that it's a routine hit. That's the thing to me that, amongst other things, I think struck a lot of people last night. It was yeah, such a but, routine but hit. Legal, legal, totally. Morbid. Not to be more, and I, this isn't really morbid, but um, you know they they sign up. You know they say how many times they go to war with oh, the players. They know. You know they, they know. they know. They know like what can happen on the field. And again, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. 
I, I got a quick point on the Eagles. Yep. If if they don't make adjustments in game and not wait till halftime, like their defense. Dalton was fourteen for fourteen at one point in the first half. Yeah, well, it was I mean, the first the on. first drive was the issue. After you got that, a they man up. up. Like what, yeah. John? Why don't they use man to man? Like they shut down Justin Jefferson. Like what? Is, what? Because they're afraid to hurt. man up. They're afraid to man up with Reed Blankenship and Josiah Scott. Bingo, bingo. John, I appreciate the call, Dave. His uh, his thought on a Bills Bengals coin flip. What's your opinion on that one? Look, I I thought all along that the Bills could possibly say, hey, we're we're fine with whatever you decide. We know we uh, we have a great team and we will make our way through the playoffs however you know however it lies in front of us. Yeah. It, I mean we're we would love to have that one yeah. seed and two have, seed and one seed very, very different. But this is a this is an extreme situation and we will band together and we will face whatever adversity uh, is put in front of us. It, it is possible. Well, it's it is possible. And, and, it and is by possible. the way, that that team is really good. I know. And when you have a a group of guys who come together with something, I mean, so unique as this, you have uh, the emotion. You know, we talk about the emotion of that we lacked against the Saints. That Bills team is yeah. is going to play with. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> an extreme yeah. level of well, togetherness. Well, that's that's you know, togetherness, yeah. But are they going to be you know focused? I don't know. I mean, that's hard. All right, let's talk to yet another former NFL player, and we've all seen a lot, but last night was a first time I think for all of us. Um, and Ross Tucker joins us every single Tuesday at this time. He's brought to us as always by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Ross, an awful day, obviously, for any football fan. Um, how are you, buddy? Happy New Year's to you, first off. Yeah, Happy New Year to you guys. Um, I'm doing fine. I think, like everybody, just kind of eagerly waiting and hoping for positive health news about yeah. DeMar Hamlin. You know, I, you, I think you guys know I, I follow Pennsylvania high school football really closely. Yes. And so I've known about him since he was in – ninth or 10th grade I remember watching him play it was I think the only state championship game I didn't call that year it was the 4a game Pittsburgh Central Catholic against Parkland which is up in Allentown mm-hmm. and uh, he had a really good game he ironically uh, had one of the biggest hits I've ever seen by a high school football player mm. in that game uh, that he delivered on a Parkland wide receiver but anyway I've known DeMar uh, at least about him for a long time and last night was just really concerning you know when my mom and my wife are texting me that's when I always know that it's way beyond football you know what I mean like that's when I know whoa this is and not that I didn't already know it was a really big deal but that's when I know it's a really really big deal and that everybody's finding out about this even people that aren't watching the game yeah, I mean, it's just – it's certainly transcendent sports, to say the least. I mean, top story across America, from from what I gather. I mean, we're in the midst of doing this show today, but obviously on news fronts, it's it's a massive story. Um, Ross, do you think football changes as a result? I mean, I tend to think no, but what's your thought? No, I don't think it does. Um, I, I was talking with my wife about this last night, and I said, you know, it, it especially – if he passes away, you know, this is, this is going to change football forever. But uh, the more research I've done on it, 
and the more doctor friends of mine that have reached out to me, and I want to be very clear here, I am the furthest thing from any type of medical expert, and none of us know for sure what happened, but I am friends with you know, several doctors sure. that were texting me, and I really don't even know how to um, pronounce it for sure. It's I think it's co uh, pronounced commodio cordis. Yes. I don't know if yep. you guys have heard that or whatever. Mm. It's I saw that this morning. Yeah. M M O T I O cordis, and essentially, um, it's if you take a shot right at the I guess the wrong spot at the exact wrong time, it can trigger like it it messes with the electrical signal of your heartbeat. Mm. And what's interesting about it is it's most common among baseball and softball players ages 8 to 18. Line drops. Because they get a line drive to their chest right as their heart. I mean, obviously, it's very, very sure. uncommon. Yeah. But, you know, I've never heard of this on, from a football player, and none of us have. So, uh, to your point, what I heard you guys talking earlier, I am surprised – that it doesn't happen more often, I guess, after watching it happen to DeMar Hamlin, because you see that hit a million times, right. and it's like, well, why did that one happen? But um, there's video I've seen on the internet of Chris Pronger in 98 or 99. He got hit with a slap shot mm. in the chest, and it's eerily similar. He gets hit with the slap shot and goes down. He gets up, skates for like a second, and then he goes right down, wow. and his eyes roll in the back of his head. I guess there – and he's actually tweeted about it today. Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, and then there's a soccer player that had something similar happen. So, um, you know, I think what's interesting, guys, is I have a feeling some people, uh, one way or the other, will turn this into a football thing. But it doesn't appear to be a football thing, right? It doesn't appear to be like, hey, this is something that can and does happen a lot when you play football. It actually happens more often with youth baseball and softball, which is terrifying because they don't have yeah. an ambulance and 20 doctors and no an question. AED and all that stuff right there. Well, no question, Ross. I mean, it's it, so – what about beefing? I mean, maybe maybe you, you ask about changes in football. Maybe it's as simple as you beef up the padding maybe. in the front of your shoulder pads. Could be, maybe. And that can help prevent I don't this, think, right? John, I don't think that that matters. I think it's because Pronger, he's wearing a chest protector, I believe, when he gets hit with the, uh, the slap shot. I think it's actually like the timing of it. I mean, it's not like Hamlin – got hit in an unexposed area right. or in an exposed area, he's got, you know, a chest protector on when he's delivering that blow. It's actually not like – I think it's just the timing It was of bad the luck, force. the timing of yeah. exactly I mean, yeah. when it happened. Maybe it's a one in 50 exactly. million shot. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. every once in a while you see a, a – like I remember seeing uh, Oscar De La Hoya in a fight one time. He got hit on the side. And it, it, he was unable to continue fighting. And I forget what they call it, a liver shot or a yep. kidney shot, kidney. whatever. Yeah. whatever yeah. that. Remember um, McCoy, the quarterback in the national championship game? Do you guys remember this? This yes. was um, Cole McCoy. Cole, Cole McCoy. Yeah. He got hit in a way where it was he was incapable of, what, Ross, lifting his arm up so he could not throw a football anymore. 
Yeah, so two two things that I think are interesting here. Different types um, of injuries, but I'm just saying where the body gets. Anyway, go ahead, Ross. Yes, well, Dr. Anthony Cardillo um, was on CNN, and he said it's almost like getting struck by lightning. It's that rare. There has to be acute trauma to the anterior chest just at that right moment. You know, we talked about this. It's not quite as rare, but earlier in the year when Chauncey Gardner-Johnson yep. got hurt, I don't know if we talked about it, guys, or maybe it was me and with Rhea yep. and, and, uh, and Angela Rao, but, like, okay, he lacerated his kidney, okay? It was a big hit, but it wasn't, like, the craziest hit of all time. My whole thing is, like, if you can lacerate your kidney yeah. with a hit like that, how does that not happen more more often? All the time. Where guys Dude, I agree. Well, Russ, kidney? I think of that Zach Ertz injury about five years ago when he had some internal. He had the, he had the lacerated kidney. Was Did that he what it was? Didn't and he? plus you had yeah. the Lindros situation with the collapsed lung. Yep. I mean, you know, the organs can get really damaged, obviously. Yep. It, I mean, thankfully it does not happen more often, but obviously as we're seeing it, it can happen. Um, all right. Russ Tucker with us. Joe DeCamera, John Rich, Rhea as well. Back with more calls. Also, some Eagles conversation about, you know, where they are within the season as they move toward the playoffs. And if you want to react to what we're talking about with DeMar Hamlin and kind of where football goes from here and the scheduling reality and all that, it's all on the table. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.